0: This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor, John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital.
1: I'm Heather Branch here with John talking about ways to help you prepare for your financial future. RetirementSolutionRadio.com is where you can go to begin your own conversation with John and his team at J. Hagen Capital. Again, that's RetirementSolutionRadio.com. RetirementSolutionRadio.com.
0: This Week in Trivia.
1: Did you play with Hot Wheels when you were a little kid? A little bit. Car guy? Uh, yeah. 1968, Mattel first introduced the Hot Wheels. Yeah, they did. 1985 is when Coca-Cola said, we're sorry, we're real sorry about the new Coke situation.
0: Yeah. That was weird. It was so weird. That was all during that period of time with Max Hedrum. Yep. Remember that?
1: Yes, it's I so do. It's so weird.
0: New Coke. It's like, what was wrong with the old Coke? Exactly. Uh, we're sorry Goodbye that. We're sorry. That. Nothing. We're Nothing sorry. was wrong with it. So in
1: 1985, Coca-Cola resumed selling what they, now, what they then called Coca-Cola Classic. It's now just back to Coca-Cola. Fast forward to 2006 when Twitter was first introduced to the public. 17 years later, it is still a headache for a lot of us. Listen to me. I think you'll like this one. I think you'll get on board. I saw a meme once, and I've been waiting for it to come to fruition, where somebody was talking about how one of y'all tech people needs to get together and figure out the best parts of YouTube, the best parts of Twitter, and the best parts of Facebook, and create a new platform called UTwitFace. <laughs> well, I tell you what. I have what, been waiting for it since the day I saw that meme.
0: UTwitFace. You
1: UTwitFace.
0: You I think I called my daughter that the other day. <laughs> Because she was on one of those various social media things, sure. I'm like, "Listen, twerp." It was it was twerp, twerp, face. twerp face. It's like, "Listen, twerp face." <laughs> Whatever you're doing on the device, Stop it. it has nothing to do with you setting the table, right? Okay, <laughs> so let's just work on that first.
1: Have you been? Keeping oh my up? gosh, Dad! Oh my gosh! Have you been keeping up with this whole debacle that is the Facebook Twitter thing and Musk versus Zuckerberg and the words there? I'm like, you nerds. Speaking of twerps, <laughs> like just just threatening st- to fight each other, it's embarrassing <laughs> to watch, John.
0: No, believe me, it's if there's a UFC. A smackdown Ray. with these two nerds. Can you, I, I don't want to see it. Please do That would be <laughs> so uncomfortable. That, that would be that would be terrible. Nobody wants you to see th- that. <laughs> No. Not at all.
1: You know, they just get up there and slap each other around like they wouldn't even really know how to fight. Oh, God, it would be so bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't think that that would be a, a good fight. Uh, not that not that they should be fighting. Right. Isn't there enough brains one. to go around? Oh Do they really have to have the last word on all this stuff? And I, know, I get it. You know, they're billionaires and this is how they maintain yeah. their lifestyles and livelihoods. And frankly, it's how a lot of us have made money in the last, you know, 10 or 15 years. And I've been talking about catalysts for years. When you look at the last major run. Of the market, the stock market, because the the last major run really was the 90s and the dot-com boom yeah. that was going crazy into the late 90s and up until 2000, which started the dot-com crash. Yeah. And people are just like, hold on, John, that's not realistic. No, no, think about it. During that period from the 80s all the way through to 2000, in the very beginning, uh-huh. we had the government reducing taxation. And then on top of that, we had this catalyst called the Internet. And the internet, ladies and gentlemen, connected us all in ways that I don't think any teenager or heck, even millennial could live without those connections, yeah. whether it be through Amazon, Facebook, Twitter, all YouTube, all these things that yeah. connect people, because that essentially has become the new medium for us to buy stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Amazon, I don't know that many people who don't get a couple boxes delivered to their house at least weekly or monthly. Sure. So yeah. that was the last major catalyst, and that changed a lot of things. Now, what we're Seeing is that from 2000, essentially to now, it's just been the same technology. We've been trying to make, you know, the fiber optics a little bit faster. We've been trying to make the computer programs and the computer software is a little bit more powerful. But what we're seeing now is potentially another catalyst. And that's the catalyst for all of this technology we've created to do things that humans don't want to do anymore. And that is where it gets amazing to me, Heather. When you look at what the next catalyst for AI could be, imagine if we could go to Sonic drive Through, and we want a cheeseburger and a, and a milkshake. And there is a store that is completely run yeah. without any human beings yeah. that will require no human interaction where we could get said cheeseburger and milkshake for a normal price. And we don't have to worry, did someone show up? Did they wash their hands? Did they just go to the bath? What, what just happened there? We yeah. don't have to worry about any of those things. Yeah. And we're done and fed efficiently What about the ditches that need to be dug? All these things, this is the type of stuff that AI has the capability to do. Now, it can also be very maniacal, and it can cause all kinds of problems that's been depicted from movies like Terminator (laughs) to a bazillion other things, Mm -hmm. Predator, all these crazy things, right? I don't know why I'm only talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. (laughs) But So that whole idea of artificial intelligence, can it be a real big catalyst for the markets and for our economies to go tremendously higher? Maybe well, is the answer. Maybe.
1: Trying to wrap our minds around tech and what it will do with and for or against, some might argue, the economy. It's just another puzzle piece we've got to factor in when we're trying to understand things ourselves. Sure. You were bringing up the idea of what happened leading up to 2000. And I want to ask you about this one theory from the strategist at a bank of America, because the S&P is now up 20% from its October low. So technically, we technically, technically we're in a bull, a new bull market run.
0: Well, that's yeah. So technically we're in a new bull market run. The low was made in October of last year. And there was a 20% increase in the S&P 500 since that period of time. Okay. So on paper, that is a bull market. (laughs) That does not mean, though, that we should run out and start buying the market right now.
1: Well, because this gentleman, this strategist from Bank of America is saying, no, no, no. Tech stocks, specifically those in artificial intelligence, Uh are actually holding the market up. And it feels, he's saying, more like a combination of not just 2000, but 2000 and 2008, a big rally before a big collapse. Absolutely. All I can think about is somebody that is in their late 50s, early 60s, getting ready to retire, just as retired. And I mean, talk about a time when everybody is sending you mixed signals and different opinions. How do you begin to sort through it and just create a strategy for the people who come to you to go forward with more confidence?
0: Yeah. So, you know, one of the biggest things that I think any good financial advisor is trying to figure out is, hey, how do we not just navigate the next downturn? Yeah. How do we navigate the next five or six downturns? Because if you think about it, guys, that's what retirement is. Yeah. It's not just if we have a downturn like last year in 2022, it's if we live for 20 to 30 years in retirement or heck, even just 10 to 12 years, we're going to experience somewhere between three to maybe even six or seven bear markets or market collapses yeah, yeah. or to say whatever you're going to say. So what we really want to understand is what are the strategies available so that we can do well, we can do really well when things are good. Yeah. But we still have some kind of protection when things are really stinky, right? Uh So there's a lot of strategies out there that we can consider. And today, I really kind of want to go through some of those that anyone can utilize, So that they can understand, hey, John, I see what you're saying. So, you know, the main thing I need to focus on is not just the downturn that we saw last year or this year or next year whatever it is. Mm -hmm. We want to focus on, hey, how can I take advantage when things are good but cover my backside when things are bad? So let's talk specifically about some of those today, Heather. Okay. Okay. Number one, some of the things that have – they've been around for a long time, but they finally have gotten attractive because interest rates have gotten higher. We can talk about structured notes. Now, structured notes are typically offered by banks. So you gotta make sure it's a sound bank. And you can either get structured notes or you can get principal protected notes. And these things are essentially uh, safer versions of potentially investing in the stock market. So I was looking at one the other day, Heather. So let's call it a principal protected note Mm -hmm. offered by a bank. Mm -hmm. And what it basically said is I'm gonna, they're gonna completely safeguard our downside. There is no chance of losing money in the market. But they were gonna give us up to 8 to 9% if the stock market went up 8 or 9%. So let's assume that someone bought this, let's say January of this year. Mm-hmm. And right now the market's up almost uh, 11 or 12 or 13% this year, depending on the day we're looking at it, yep. right? Yep. Well, that means that a client, if, if it holds through to the rest of the year, would have earned that 9% to the upside because the markets were good. Now on the flip side of that, What happens if the market goes down? What if this wasn't a good year? Or what if, just like this economist was saying, what if the market has done a tremendous run-up and what if it just absolutely implodes from here? Mm -hmm. Well, in this particular strategy, you wouldn't have lost a penny. Now, you wouldn't be able to make those 9% gains because the market giveth, and then the market taketh, taketh away, away. <laughs> but you wouldn't have lost a single penny of okay. your money. Okay. So you can do this with banks. And those are typically called principal protected notes okay. or structured notes. Okay. You could also do it because a lot of people have been worried about banks. We've yeah. been seeing all these bank collapses. We saw Signature Bank and Silicon Valley Bank. There's a couple local banks that are kind of on the short list of of not doing real well to be perfectly honest with you as well. So a lot of people say, well, John, is there anything potentially safer than banks? Well, I don't know if they're completely safer, but it's an alternative. You can use insurance companies. okay? And insurance companies have a very similar strategy, and we typically call this insured indexing. Okay. where we get our money insured by, usually it's going to be a bank or an insurance company. In this case, we'll call it an insurance company. Mm-hmm. And if the market goes up, we go up. Right now, there are some uh, companies that we can utilize. We can get to 10 to 18% of the ups hmm. of the market, okay. 10 to 18% if it goes up. But what if it goes down? Well, we don't lose a penny. We can't lose a penny of our principal. And on top of that, we get to reset the next year. Which means every single year, if the market's up, boom, we got a piece of it. But if the market falls apart, we didn't lose any money that year. The greatest thing about that is the very next year you get to start over at potentially a lower price, which makes that pretty attractive. So those are basically going through two different options, structured notes, principal protected notes or insured indexing. And the third opportunity that we have found to be unbelievable, because it harnesses exactly what we're just talking about, the things that have been leading the market, is AI strategies, using actual artificial intelligence really? to be part of the strategy. Okay. Absolutely. All right. So right now, I've been looking at one of the, the strategies that I have loved for a long time, and frankly, it is probably more attractive. I've seen it in a while. Yeah. So Heather, when I'm looking back at things where, where, where the markets have not been good, this particular artificial intelligence-based strategy is 100% market-based. So we know that we can be in the market. It's fully liquid. You Mm -hmm. can get in the market, you can get out of the market. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the last three market downturns, the last three would have been 2015, 2018, and 2022. Mm -hmm. Had someone invested in this strategy in those years, 2015, the market was down around 2%. Mm -hmm. This strategy was up double digits. Really? That was in 2015. In 2018, the market was down around 6%. This strategy was up over 20% in 2018. And in 2022, last year, the market was down almost 19% and this AI-based market strategy was up over 30%. Now, oh my gosh, what are we talking about? We're talking about instead of losing 20, you could have been up 30. Guys, that's a 50% difference. Why? Because it's a strategy utilizing that artificial intelligence, which has been leading things. Now, and a lot of people say, well, John, those are only the down years. How does it do when things are good? Well, as of today in 2023, the market's up around 14%. This one's up 26. So when you're thinking about, oh my gosh, that sounds good. In all the years, historically, this strategy, when the market was down, this did pretty well. And in years when it's good, it could potentially do well too. Now, of course, hindsight is never going to be what happens in the future. And this is one strategy that you may or may not like, you may not qualify for. But what I'm finding amazing is that the way that artificial intelligence is helping us make informed decisions. Not to just try to beat a market. That's not the objective. The people that run the strategy these people want to just make sure they don't lose when things go wrong. Got it. That is why they actually have done quite well. They're not trying to beat the market. If it goes on an absolute tear, that's not the objective. Right, right. The objective is to say, Oh my goodness, things look a little uncomfortable. It is using artificial intelligence to help them spot that trend and just get us out of harm's way before bad things happen. So this is just one of dozens of strategies that we look at all the time in our office, trying to find out, could this be a fit for the average everyday millionaire investor who wants to retire one day? The answer to most of those questions is it depends. It depends on if it's a fit for you. Maybe you might like the idea of principal protected notes, which are often backed up by banks. Maybe you like the idea of actually getting insured against loss with insurance companies. But if you just want to have a, a strategy that can protect us in the bad times, but potentially do well in the up times, some of these artificial intelligence based strategies could be a benefit to many of us.
1: Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J Hagen Capital by visiting RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement
0: Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840
1: WHAS. J. Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims payability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.